Good evening. How are we tonight? We're good. We're good. Amen. Let us gather and open up with prayer. Jesus. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just I just thank you for today, Father, for you tell us not to lean on to our own understanding. But in all things to be in, in prayer, petition, and thanksgiving, Father. And I just I just thank you for everything that you do in our lives. I just thank you for, for your son, for the, the atonement we have, the, the, the ability to be looked upon and favored. Father, I just, I just ask that, that you make a mighty presence here today, Father. Not that you need permission, but that, our, that, that we want you here tonight, Father. I just, I just thank Ask for a special blessing to be poured upon each and every family represented here tonight. Each and every family that may not be here for some reason or another, Father, I just ask that you bless them in well, as well in Jesus' name. Amen. So who's on the worship team tonight? Yeah? Amen. Thank you. 
God. The lion and the lamb, the 
We are so thankful for your Thank you that you shine a light into our darkest days, our darkest yes. nights, our darkest times, dear Lord. Thank you for the light for our feet to walk by, dear Lord Jesus.
teaches us how. Yes. Sometimes we don't even know we want to be found, but yet he seeks for us. Thank you. He watches for us. So the prodigal son's father saw him while he was away, ways off. Amen? I mean, he was already looking for him. Amen. He was already praying for him, seeking for him, and, and uh, with great expectation, expecting him to return. Lord. I want to give you a, a couple updates. Uh, Justin, I, I guess I'd like you to share what your vision is. Uh, Justin is, is setting up to go into the hospital this Christmas. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're going to do. Uh, on December, I put him on the spot. December 21st, uh, myself, my wife, I believe Pastor uh, Don and Lyra, if they can make it, and uh, a few other volunteers, and Melissa, and, uh, and uh, a bunch of us volunteers are, we're gonna go up to the Samaritan Hospital in Watertown, New York. And our, uh, our vision is to, to bless the children of the Ch Children's Miracle Network with our time, touch, treasure, and talent. We're gonna be, uh, we're gonna be up there, we're gonna be having some snacks with them, we're gonna be uh, coloring, and doing uh, coloring and snack time. Then from there, uh, we're gonna go out to the main Christmas tree and we're gonna have a story time where we're reading them some short stories and stuff like that. And then I'm gonna be bringing my guitar and we're gonna sing some Christmas carols and Christmas songs and stuff with them uh, along that line. And then from there, I would like to bless them with some, with some gifts, with some toys. Um, here in the near future, you're going to be seeing a Christmas tree set up in the foyer with some tags on it with the gender of the child and the age of the child. So the, the idea of that is to grab the tag off the tree, purchase the gift for the child, and then when, when you return the gift, bring the tag back with that gift so we know that gift is going with that child. So uh, it's just something that the good Lord has put on, on my heart. He actually put it on my heart last year, and uh, I wasn't a good servant. I, I didn't do it. And this year, I'm going to. Amen. So, I'm going to go Praise God. with a bunch of volunteers and try to bring some smiles on children's faces in a, in a hard time of year for them. Amen. Yeah. All right, brother. Can we wrap them? Yes, you can wrap them. And that's my new gift in the package. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they already know who's going to be there, generally. Uh, you know, schedule times of operations and whatever they're going to be. Uh, but he's already been in contact with them and got permission to do these kind of things and uh, scheduling. So uh, there's more upcoming, but uh, the tree will be put up and, and a tag put on there. So if you take something, uh, more to come about what date you have to be back and stuff. But uh, just uh, one of the things we're working on. Yes? Uh, I just wanted to say something that totally doesn't go in with it. That's right, right. <laughs> <laughs> when we were saying how great is our God, the thing that always stands out for me, because I've been singing that song forever, but it says, all will see how great is our God. It doesn't say all is going to hear, but it isn't going to say all is going to read. It says all will see. And for me, that challenges me to make sure that whatever I'm doing, God is visible. In the scriptures, it says that... Um, when the disciples were being persecuted, it said that the, the Sanhedrin, the guys that 
pressure and there's a lot of family stuff or whatever, but this is the time when people need to see Jesus. Keep the mouth shut and you know, behave with correctly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need to be a reflection of that light. And uh, these are some of the things that we can do is uh, Justin's heart to do that. Uh, as well, I want to talk to you a little bit of January, and this is way out, but I want to put a plug in there, you know, as we're kind of a close group on Tuesdays. January 5th through 10th, this year is our prayer and fasting. Um, just to put it on your schedule, 5th to the 10th. We're going to do it differently this year. We're going to go to each location. Uh, and I know that's a long travel from here to Edwards, from here to Governor. Uh, we're going to utilize the van uh, to take a van load, rather it be me in Watertown or here, wherever the need is, uh, that we might take a van load to each location each night to utilize that van. But uh, I want to give you the schedule for you begin to pray about it. Uh, the first night, which is Sunday night, January the 5th, we're going to be meeting at Edwards. It's all at 6.30 each night. We're going to start at Edwards. Monday night, we're going to be at Burrville. Tuesday night, we're going to be here at Plascott. And when I say we, it's the whole network is going to be here. We're all going to be there. We're going to, uh, I'm going to give you the rest of the schedule before I wander off here. Uh, Wednesday is going to be a Watertown location, Mercy Point. Thursday is going to be at Governor. And Friday, we're going to be back at Burrville. Reason that they have a kitchen there. Uh, we're going to have some finger food, snacks type stuff at the end of the at the end of the fasting in the evening. Nothing real heavy, as if you're fasting, you probably don't want to, you'll want to fill up, but really not good for you to do that. Right. Uh, though I know many will be fasting in different ways, from the Daniel fast, you know, fruits and vegetables, to the full fasting, so whatever God, you know, we can all give something. You know, and in this world of technology, though I don't know how scriptural it is, you can even give up your TV, your television, or whatever, I don't know that that's really scriptural. I think they're talking more about the beating up, you know, dragging down the flesh that we would be a greater spiritual being. But if our television causes <coughs> us to <laughs> to be fleshly, worldly people, then to get rid of that for a week uh, might be a great thing. Uh, but anyway, everyone can do something. Just begin to pray about that. Uh, our goal is that each church would, number one, have child care each night supply child care each church. So uh, when it comes to Tuesday night here at Plaskai, we'll need to have child care prepared for each church worship team will be playing as we go to their church. That way we will worship the way they worship. Uh, in the past, it's all been about having the best worship team or what was considered to be the best from all to come together. There's nothing wrong with that, but but I think as we are all one, and that's really going to be our theme this year, all one, it looks like. Uh, one body, uh, one mind, uh, with many parts, striving to do one thing, and that's to glorify Jesus. Um, back to the basics, basically. Um, at any rate, uh, our goal is to each church would provide child care that night and that their worship team, unless they choose to get help, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong if they choose to ask another worship team to join them or whatever. That's perfectly fine. It's what they choose to do. But but we choose to honor each church with what they do uh, and how they serve God and be a part of that. Uh, recognizing each church as an individual 
member of the body of Christ, you know, but yet we're coming together as one body of Christ and, and, and praying and, you know, uh, as well each night the pastor of that church will be speaking. In the past, we were given a subject to speak about and really tried to bring people along on a travel through the time of fast. There's nothing wrong with that. This year, I'm looking more to see what God is saying to us through each church body. Right. I think we'll be amazed that, that God may very well have us all on the same path as we begin to, to preach and listen to the pastor of each church. Uh, we'll see what God truly is speaking through the body of Christ in different locations and form, uh, uh, form the, uh, uh, the decision of what God is directing each church to do through each church as they are. So we're not trying to coerce uh, anything. We're looking to see what the Holy Spirit is speaking through each church, each body, uh, in that night. So that really is the goal. And that is how it's generally going to go. Uh, ending in Burville, because we were thinking about having a renting a venue and coming together, that it would all be a neutral thing. On the final night, I'll be speaking. Um, and... Uh, May in each night, in each location, I may speak for a couple of minutes, as I think we need an explanation as to, as each church, as to what MPM is, Mercy Point Ministries. You know, it's, I think it's too open and there's too many misconceptions of what it really is. The MPM, and I'll be discussing that just for a couple of minutes, an explanation. But everybody will understand that when you give to missions, it's going into the MPM fund. And when you give, and there's only two things that that is used for, for missionaries and church outreach, uh, uh, revitalization of churches. So we haven't been using that fund a whole lot for that uh, as we haven't expanded, you know. Um, we don't use that money for anything else but that. And that's the short of it, but we'll give a better explanation for people to understand where your money's going when you give to missionaries. Any designated money is going to where you designated to go. I'm not asking you to designate money for such and such a missionary. That's really not what we're looking for. But when you give to missions, it's going to the MPM fund. It really is a, and I don't really want to get into this explanation too much, but it really is, it is the checkbook which pays our missionary and, and pays for special church works. And that's what it's used for. Um, we're getting together a list of those that we do support. Uh, and as we, even the missionaries aren't certain how it works. They think that one church isn't supporting them anymore. But as it, we pay it all through Mercy Point Ministries, as they get a check, that check is from the network itself. And, and thus we're looking to expand what some are getting. Some churches were, you know, when you come together as four or five churches, they get one check where where if the individual church was supporting them, they were getting actually more money that way. You know, so we're really looking at that and assessing where all the money is going. And, and some things have come to an end in the season. And, and we'll give you more of a breakdown of that. I think we need to know where the money is going. And, and accountability for that and an explanation for what it's done. And hopefully that will give people uh, an opportunity to give with a greater expectation than where you... When you, when you give a check to missions, it's going to missionaries. And when you give a check to, uh, you know, it also is for churches as well. Uh, we don't pay the bills of the churches out of that. That's not what that's about. That's 
comes out of the general funds. And, and, and the more to come on that, too. We want a lot of, a lot of uh, I think this needs to be a year of explanations and clarifications that each church knows where they stand individually. Uh, profit loss for each church. And then uh, maybe work at each church comes to a general fund by tithing to that. Really haven't broken down yet, but I think you know we need to. I think each church needs to be operating a, a, as a group, but yet as a sovereign church, we need to understand where each church is in their giving, and and, uh, and I think that's just so important. How can you grow if you don't know where you're at? <laughs> each church needs to grow. And it also helps us to assess what churches are growing and how we can better help them come alongside to help them to grow. So really that thing that we're working on, uh, and I just, that's a whole lot of explanations for, for no reason at all. I don't know why I went there, but I guess uh, those are just some of the things we've been working on and striving forward and the things you're going to see in the upcoming year. So uh, I think they're good steps. I think they're necessary steps. And uh, I think it also helps each church to be a sovereign church, uh, you know, we're also looking at um, that each church might have a benevolent fund or slush fund in each church that they can meet needs of their community without having to delay for a week and going to the main board for everything. I mean, I think we just need to have that open kind of ability to do that in each church. You know, I just, I just, I just see that need, and, and so we're striving toward that as well. Flexibility in each church. Each church is in a different setting, miles apart, and we need to have some flexibility to reach out to our community and families within our church. And, and to do that, I think, would honor God and uh, you know, to help move each church forward. Which is a little less control, a little less government, so to speak, and, and more useful uh, ways. And, and all that happens to the faithfulness of people who are still tithing and really things that really God has blessed them. I've always prayed for finances. The finances, I don't think, are any more money or any less. I think it's just a different way of using it and, and uh, more time we use. Unless God seems to be blessing, but God always was blessed. <laughs> you know, uh, so. A whole lot of explanation for things that are yet to come and are coming, but uh, tonight is about Thanksgiving, guys. Um, what are we thankful for? And I know many of us have, we all have reasons be thankful. Even though circumstances in our lives may not be as good today as they were yesterday or a week ago or they might be great today and tomorrow they may not be. Uh, but yet it, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like finances. You have to look at a whole year not a month. <laughs> you know, you have to look at what God has done over a period of time because there's times that he chastises those that he loves and you're in the middle of that. It's hard to be thankful, isn't it? Uh, but yet we know that it must be for our good that God wouldn't allow it in our lives. I want to give you a couple scriptures, and then we're going to, get to go around and ask everyone what they're thankful for. You don't have to speak if you don't feel comfortable speaking. If you have something you want to testify about or, or just give God glory in you, you're welcome to do that. I want to start with Hebrews 12, 28. It says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. Remember that we are eternal beings. No matter what happens, no matter the circumstance in our life, no matter what things look like in our face today, that, that, that we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. 
So let us be thankful. In other words, we are eternal beings. Heaven awaits for us. There's a, a mansion for each and every one of us. At least a room in that mansion. And, uh, it's, and it goes on to say, and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. So in the circumstances, we need to continue to be reverent to God and to God, uh, to, the, to God's word. We need to be reverent to that. It says acceptably. Not acceptably what I accept to be right or, or my truth, but what God's truths are. According to his truth and according to what he has called us to do. And we do that with reverence and awe. Awe, you know. Awesome God. <laughs> awesome God. He is our healer. He is our strength. He is the source of our joy in the midst of the circumstances. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Right, guys? Because times are not always seemingly great. But yet, we know that these times are only temporary. Even though when you're in the midst of it for, for a week, six weeks, six days of sickness or whatever, man, it can drag you down and tire you out, discourage you. Uh, but, but the Christmas season's coming, anticipation of the great gift that you always wanted. Guess what? We are Christians. We've already received the greatest of all gifts. Amen. The Son, Jesus Christ, we've received forgiveness. We, we, we've, we've got a God who intercedes for us Amen. in the midst of our turmoil. Who can calm the storms if he chooses or weather the storm with us or, or wait on the other side yet uh, knowing that, that he is with us. He'll not get us more than we can handle. It goes on number 29, Hebrews 12, 29. For our God is a consuming fire. Consuming fire. What is a consuming fire? Fire consumes, doesn't it? It takes wood, it burns it, it charcoals it. You know, we sing a song, take a cold of my lips, you know, to that uh, God wants all of our attention. God wants all of our obedience. God wants us to be not only obedient, but he wants us to be cheerful in our giving, cheerful in our in our um, attitudes of how we give, of our time and our money. But yet, he also wants us to be consumed or filled with his Holy Spirit, always. Because if we're filled with the Holy Spirit, then, then we are led by the Holy Spirit. If we're filled with the Holy Spirit, then, then we have something to give out of our excess. If we're constantly running your tank on empty, you're always looking for that gas station, a place to pull in, and hoping you get there. But when your tank is full, you're not looking at the gas station, you're looking ahead, and, and thus... We're working on excess and instead of always being drug out, tired, and, and I wish I was somewhere. <laughs> we need to be satisfied where we are, uh, yet strive toward greater things. Does that make sense? So, uh, the second scripture, anybody else see anything else in that? You're welcome to speak up. Praise the Lord. Uh, Philippians 1, 3 through 5. And this here is talking about Thanksgiving and prayer, basically. And, and Paul is talking about, I thank my God every time I remember you. We've heard a scripture before. Are we thanking God every time we remember each other? Are we thanking God every time we think of Jesus himself? Are we, it says, I thank God every time I remember you and all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy. We always pray with joy about one another, not always. Because many times we can pick about this person, oh, Lord, touch that one, heal that one, and 
but yet iron sharpens iron. So as God uses us to rub against one another and pray for one another, guess what? The purpose is, number one, that our hearts would be softened, and number two, that the other per person would grow as well. But you know what happens when they grow? We who are, are rubbing against them usually grow as well. <laughs> we grow more patience. We grow in knowledge and wisdom and, and uh, times grace and mercy as well as the extension of God. So, but he says, I think, uh, I think my God, every time I remember you and all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. You were, were members uh, with the same purpose, to extend the gospel, to extend the, the knowledge and the truth of God's word. And we do that by everything we say, everything we do, our actions, our deeds. Um, you know, the boldness that God gives us, the places we go, all these things. So as we remember and be thankful for everyone, <laughs> if we were truly thankful for everyone, man, how much less stress we have in our lives, you know? Sometimes we worry, worry about things that aren't even, even going to happen. We worry about family coming together and one family member not liking the other. I think, I think every family has that, if you're openly and to admit that. Our, our family, we have some that won't even come together. And, and, neither one, and the worst of it is some of it's over stuff that was said that was truthful, but said in a hurtful way. And, you know, and, and instead of somebody saying, look, forgive me for that, or let's just come together. And, and instead, families will hold grudges. And, and, and that's in our immediate family, you know, those we supposedly love and grew up with. Just imagine our extended family. So I think we all have those things to deal with and, and uh, you know, are part of it. And even many times we're in a submissive thing in that we don't ourselves bring it up, look, let's come together, be an intercessor. Instead, we just it's easier to let it just go on the way it is and think that someday things are going to change. Guess what? We all get older, don't we? And years go by, and all of a sudden, even the incident isn't even so important. It, it just it just grudges that, that no one needs to carry and causes separation. I don't know why I went there either. But, uh, praise the Lord. We can be thankful for one another because we are called for the same mission for Christ. Amen? Amen. Mission field may look different in one place than the other, but we are on one mission. We are called to be one family. And we are called to be witnesses to God's goodness and to his light, the reflection of his light, really. And so tonight I just want to give everyone an opportunity if you choose to speak, it's great. You don't have to. Just if you're thankful for something, if you have a testimony, uh, whatever it might be tonight. So, who would like to be first? I think Melissa should be first. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, thanks for having me here go first. Uh -huh. uh, she needs to go last. <laughs> that way she will be first, right? Uh, go ahead, sis. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, be loud. Two things. The first thing, major one, is uh, about 90 days ago, I had to go get a bone marrow. They were thinking there was a possibility that I had a genetic bone marrow cancer, leukemia, this, that, the other thing. And today at the report, I have absolutely no cancer.
some of those baskets, uh, and then they called for an extra one. Amen. Right? So, uh, she got four extra. So, some call one of the Four extra. So, we're talking about Amen. And I up with an extra turkey, and on that one, behold, they got a call asking for another basket if we could supply another one. So, uh -huh. the extra really wasn't extra at all. If we, no. just, we didn't know the plan for it yet. No, it wasn't. God knew, right? Yeah. God, God knew. So that's, you know, if we step out of faith, God will use us. And, uh, you know, 12 baskets, it doesn't sound like a lot. Uh, but if you're one of the 12 families who could use those that's things and receive them, what a blessing. That's right. And uh, you never know, you know, I think for the most of us, we don't know what it's like really to go without. We think we do. We may not have something you want to eat. We have three freezers full and there's stuff I don't want to eat. But, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know something, it's really amazing what God does. Yes. Praise the Lord. See. He says to fear not. Amen. That's why we didn't need to fear. No fear. <laughs> we can be thankful. Amen. Right. No cancer. Amen. Something to be dealt with, but you know, uh, as you get older, there's going to be more and more things to deal with. Praise the Lord. God is good. The second part of that cancer deal, too. We, uh, she was out of insurance. November 1st, they dropped her insurance. She was supposed to be renewing her insurance in December, but they decided November 1st is better. Then they dropped her. Well, today we get paid $300 just for one doctor's appointment. Huh. We were like, how are we going to keep doing this? Her cancer doctor says, don't come here anymore. Go to Upstate, and I'll be taken care of. Upstate has got a program that pays for any testing, anything she might need to know. Amen. Upstate's got a program. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Amen. Praise God. Anybody else? Everything's all said and paid, and we didn't have to pay a cent. Amen. I 
if there wasn't a parking lot, I'd go home. I was just that backwards. I just, you know, and you look at me today, and I'm a public speaker. I do it for a living. And, you know, God has just taken Amen. me and taken these things, you know. But when I, I just, it's been speaking to me. Sunday, Pastor talked about love. Tonight, the songs were about love. And God just, you know, in those moments when you feel alone or when you feel empty or when you feel shallow, you know, God, he is our true love. Amen. And you are not alone and you're not empty. And, and I mean, my life is full. I have grandbabies. I have a honey bear that I love to, more than anything. And, you know, my life is full. It is. But when God began to piece this apart, I realized how shallow truly those things were because without God's love, Amen. what are we? God okay. loves us when we, in our most unlovable moments, he is faithful even when we're not. And, you know, when I began to get that revelation about God revealing himself to me as my true love, it was just, it's still... It's still, I'm still trying to process this. And he's still speaking to me. You know, but I feel myself just being healed of wounds that I didn't know were still there. And, and I just found myself, sometimes I'd go out in, in the middle of the day with my prayer books, my Bible, and to spend my time with the Lord. And I would just find myself just, weeping and crying and saying, Lord, what is the matter with me? <laughs> what is happening here? Because I do not understand this. And he's just like, I just felt his arms and his love and his reassurance. And he's like, I got this, Tina. No worries. And so I thank him and I praise him Amen. for his never-ending love and grace and mercy. Peeling back the layers. We're good at covering them up, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. are we? But yet, every once in a while, that little voice brings it back. Yes. Well, I praise God, Tina, because after I prayed for you, God showed me that you had a choice. You got blessed. You could have shut down. You could have said, don't touch that. And I kept praying for you and interceding for you for a long time. And I just praise God that blesses my heart so much. Well, continue praying because it's yes. <laughs> I'm still in the middle of this process. It's work. It's but it's work. God is good. Amen. He is good.
and it's pure. It's, it's pure God <laughs> taking control of your mind. And uh, and I just I don't know. I just want to give him glory and just thank him for everything. I mean, I can't just particularly thank him for one thing. I because I, I I woke up this morning. I got to see another sunrise. Amen. I got a beautiful wife and two kids and a, and a house over my head and a roof over my head and Amen. food on the table and a job and right. you know I just not lean on my own understanding has really been on my heart a lot and, uh, and when he comes into your dreams he takes all of your flesh out of it. Anybody else? Oh, you've had your turn already, sis. I'm very thankful. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. 
But um, I just want to say real quick that God's plans are better than our plans, okay? Because two years ago, God's plan was for me to get a dog. My plan was not to get that dog, okay? I didn't want a dog. I was disabled. I'm like, what am I going to do with a dog? I'll tell you about things. So I even went to Tennessee to avoid it. She was in Rome, Camden, actually. And so he spoke to me all the way to Tennessee. And I'm thinking, no, I'm going to go down there and get another dachshund because I got a little dachshund. I love her to death. And um, it wasn't there. I'm like, he says, you're going to name her Joy. <coughs> so all the way back to Tennessee, I'm going to get this dog to call her Joy. And then an old friend of mine who used to work for me calls me up. He hasn't called me in years. She says, Denise, you got to come choose your dog. My dog just got puppies. She just had puppies. I said, I don't want no Shih Tzu. I said, you had Shih Tzu. She says, yeah, you're adorable. you got to come get one. And then she said, you got to choose it. Well, a friend at work sent me a picture of her bulletin board, and it said, choose joy. <laughs> so I'm like, God, I don't want no Shih Tzu. <laughs> and so I get back to New York, and Mary calls me up again. She says, I'm serious, Denise, you've got to come choose your dog before anybody else does, because you get first choice. How did she know I even needed one? Anyways, I haven't talked to her in years. And so I said, I'll come look at them. That's it. I don't want one, but I'll come look at them. They're probably cute or whatever. So I'm praying all the way there, and I said, God, I can't choose no dog. If you really want me to have this dog, you've got to have it choose me. And this little dog comes to me. Like, where have you been? <laughs> Nobody else came out of the whole litter, just little joy. And she had a white heart on her head. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> this is joy, okay? So I'm like, all right, well, they're a $500 dog. I don't have $500, I ain't not even working. So anyways, people started sending me money. And they'd come to my house and say, here, this is money for your new ministry. I'm like, I'm not doing no new ministry. I can't even walk and talk. And so by the time that it's time to pick her up, I still owed $150. So I went to Mary and I said, Mary, I just don't have the money. She says, oh no, a lady at my daughter's church paid the rest. I said, $150? She says, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So I got joy. I came back to Bridget, boy, didn't know. <laughs> I went home in the traffic supply and Bridget says to me, Oh, are you going to take her to church for you? How do you know I go to church? Huh? And I'm like, yeah, I am. I didn't know her. And she says, well, go up front and tell them it's the Adam's special. You remember that? I went up front to the cashier. Everything was free. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, what? <laughs> so then I took her to the vet. And the vet says, oh, this one's on me. You don't have to pay that much. What kind of a vet does a checkup and gives her shots and don't pay you know, like money? <laughs>
orchestrate all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's amazing what he does. Praise God. I just, I'm like in awe. <laughs> I just, <laughs> the vet's, oh, I'm crying, the vet check's crying, the vet's crying, we're all crying. And I'm like praising God, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and I go, vet, I'm the only one crying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even go. I don't want to go. I just send my wife and I say I'm going to cry. I'm a million dollar cat. Yeah, you're a million dollar cat? Hey, he's yeah. fat and happy, okay? But the main thing is, I want to give thanks because if I wasn't obedient, you know, the guy had to work that into me. It wasn't immediate, okay? I've been a Christian for years, okay? And sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm like, are you sure, Lord? So, but just try to be obedient, because he's got a bigger plan. Maybe I really won't understand it. Well, praise the Lord. You see the guy has a great plan going over here. Things tonight, you know, from fears, you know, the name of cancer brings fear. Amen. We have a great fear of a lot of things. That's why he says so many times, fear not. But, uh, that's what we learn to trust and uh, go through life. God is faithful, amen? amen. Uh, we've heard from so many, and I, I know we all have stories we can tell. And uh, of God's faithfulness, God's goodness, His mercy, His forgiveness. You know, without His forgiveness, we couldn't understand forgiveness to forgive ourselves. So. But God is good. Amen? Amen. And I am thankful that uh, he gives us an opportunity to minister and that he's called us to ministry. And uh, Sometimes we just need to remind ourselves that as he had called us and we have value, even though we may not see it ourselves. We have value. There's something that God sees in each and every one of us that he calls us for a purpose. Uh, there's somebody that we can reach. There's somebody that we can encourage. There's someone that we can bring. Uh, along with us. So. If you don't have that person, just keep looking around because God will use you for a purpose. He has a purpose and a plan. And, uh, he's never surprised by our surprises. <laughs> you know? so. Let me close in prayer tonight for a quarter of already. And I'm so thankful that, that you came out on a Tuesday night and we're 15 minutes late. But, uh, great weather we had today again, isn't it? I mean, they're talking yeah. snow, but why should we be surprised as we get closer to December? Yeah. We might even welcome an inch in December. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give them that grace. Uh, <laughs> the day before Christmas, long as it's gone, uh, yeah. before yeah. New Year's, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's all good. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight, Lord God, that we have testimonies. Yeah. Lord God, we have the evidence that you are alive and active, interceding, and that you love us and care for us. and. Lord God, that you are forgiving and reshaping the very lives that we live. Lord God, that you're rewriting the lives and you're pointing us into the middle of a new story, a, a good, a prosperous story. As you said, your your hope, your goal is that we would prosper. Lord God, I thank you for those who have boldness to speak, uh, eyes to see that you have moved, and, and Lord God, that you are faithful. We thank you for your word and for your Holy Spirit. And and for brothers and sisters to come alongside us and to remind us and to lift us up and, and just to experience these things together. Lord God, we do lift up each and every family, uh, Lord God, who's struggling this season. Each family, each member. Lord, you know the reasons. You know the, 
the needs. You need, you know the causes of the struggles. But Lord God, you created them or you allowed them at the very least. But Lord God, uh, we just lift up each struggling family, Lord, that there be provision. Lord, that there be revelation to each one of us, fresh revelation of, of who we are in you and what you'd have us to do that might bring you honor and glory. Thank you. Lord, we pray for your hand of protection as so many in this country are traveling. Lord, as they get to their destination safely and get home again. Lord, that it would be a sweet time of fellowship as we fellowship with our family, our neighbors, our friends, with our enemies. Lord God, I pray that each meal would be seasoned with, with love and, and the truth of your word. And, and Lord God, the acknowledgement that you are our provider. We thank you for the provision. We thank you for the workers. Lord God, we thank you for your call. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit, that, that comforter, that, yes. that, that one who guides us and convicts us and, and keeps our path straight. May we yield to your calling. May we learn to serve you with great faithfulness and joy. For this is the time to remember to be give thanks. Mm. Lord, we thank you. We can't say thank you enough, but Lord God, we thank you that you have called us, each one by name, that you are slow to anger, that you love us to the point of the cross, and even far beyond as you're still interceding for us. Have your way. May we bring you honor and glory May we remember that you're the reason for every season. And you are our strength. So Lord God, may we be joyful that our strength would be great in you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you for coming, guys. Thank you for sharing. And, uh, thank you for your faithfulness to give.